Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. I'm your, yeah, come on over. We can listen to some deep Chicago house host, Clay Bonin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joined by my white plug, Matt Damon co-host, Tanner Mavis. I got a white plug, Matt Damon. And we shout are, out since 99. Yeah, shout out <laughs> since 99. Shout out that meme about listening to Deep Chicago House. Um, and we are motherfucking back, baby. You already know the vibes. Yes, sir. Like on YouTube, the Soul Serum TV. I don't really care about the main page. All I care about is the TV page. <laughs> <laughs> um, like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok. I got a bunch of other graphics that are popping up right now. You'll see them. Follow us on that. Yep. Google Soul Serum. Most importantly, please follow or join our Discord. We yes. say it every episode, but one one of these times when you guys hear it for the ninth to tenth time, you're gonna pop in yeah. and join and see what's going on. The Discord the Discord was very active this week. Yeah. I was really, really fucking with it. We're that. growing. Our goal is to get two hundred and fifty members by the end of twenty twenty. We're at like one seventy two right now. We've grown we probably gained like forty or fifty in the past week. Yeah. Which is for sure. Which is dope. So yeah. join please. So everybody join the Discord. And as always, after we get done plugging the socials, you know we got to do a little bit of Soul Serum news. Yep. And it just, this feels like a regular occurrence now, but every time we do Soul Serum news, there's a new video yeah. that's going to be coming out. So we've got a video with Jesse coming out. Could you give us a little bit of background on Jesse? Yeah. Jesse is a young kid from Jesse with two dollar, uh, signs. dollar signs. Yeah. yeah. Which is fire. Um, He's from. He's a kid from Cleveland, like right outside of Cleveland, um, like south, I think. If I'm not sure, Jesse, don't kill me if I'm wrong about that. Um, he makes very uh, interesting. It's an interesting take on the emo rock rap realm. I think it's way more authentic. It has a Nirvana esque feel to mm-hmm. his music. The, mm-hmm. the type of uh, chords and. Uh, like the actual like the sonics yeah. of the the selection of, the of his of the strings that he chooses when he, he and he actually plays the guitar on his on on his beats and stuff which That's is fire sick. um it's it's just like I listen I go back and listen to like uh, old Nirvana stuff and like it gives me like the same type of feeling so like that's right up my alley Damn. personally because I love Nirvana yeah and Kurt Cobain so. I have wait, I have wait, a special hold place. On. I'm literally getting a phone call from a scam number right now. Hold oh my on. god. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Why the fuck y'all calling my phone? You're not even gonna say nothing. They hung up, bro. Fuck these scam people. I've been trying to get them with a D's nuts joke for like months. And anytime, if it's the car warranty one, if it's the car warranty people, they'll call me and then I'll connect to a representative. And he's like, uh, what is the, uh, hi, thank you, Mr. Bonin. Um, what is the make and model of your car? And I'm like, uh, it's a 2018 Honda D's. And there's always a three oh, second. Excuse me, pause. Honda what? <laughs> Honda these nuts. <laughs> Yo, and then there's like a three second pause and they click every time, bro. The scam people, I don't know why they call me. I'd be talking bad as fuck to scam people whenever I because like I don't think they think I'm really about to answer and talk to them, but like I'd be talking bad. Um, anywho. <laughs> so we've got a video with Jesse coming out next week. Yes. The like I said, makes crossover between rack and rock which is pretty you know it's it's what's popping right now 
Um, but the song's called Barbie and John and kind of self-explanatory of what the video is going to be. John's building. I saw, I saw the cover art. I don't think the cover art has come out. It has not, but it's hard. It is really, really dope. Yeah. The whole team's involved with this project or in the house, in our house, at least, uh, John and Mo collaborated on the cover. If, as y'all know, Numosis goes crazy with the 3D, um, you know, types of art and aesthetic. So we've brought Numosis in into this project. Nice. And it's going to be an all around team effort with video, cover art, me on the marketing side. So we really believe in this kid. And I'm excited to see what comes out of it. I think he fits beautifully on our channel. It's coming out Thursday? I think next Wednesday, I told him. Next Wednesday? Yeah. Tight. Well, when this episode comes out that'll be this wednesday yeah so this wednesday yeah, it's coming it'll out, be out coming out in two days yeah because we're recording this on the same day as yeah we hey i'm it. when we talk about soul serum news and y'all are listening i'm assuming it's our you know diehard audience and people that are really interested in what we're doing so i i want to use this section to keep you guys like really updated like a direct source of information coming from me and the whole team so yeah and the the other little bit of information that we need to to get out there is I think we touched on this either last week or two weeks ago, but um, still have one more merch drop uh, yeah. for the year. Um, it's getting pushed to December now, but it, it, doesn't that just make it perfect for a Christmas gift? Yeah, all you all you people listening out there, go send your girlfriend this clip right here. Your man wants some Soul Serum merch. You might as well just go ahead and follow the page just so you know when it drops. So Facts. Just keep that in mind. Keep that up here, everybody. We got merch dropping soon. Sooner than later, that is. Yes, sir. And then, honestly, just from a from just a, a Soul Serum in general um, um, perspective, we, we have five-ish weeks left of the year. Um we just plan on, you know, keeping this fucking train rolling. Yes, basically, sir. we we had a meeting the other day. We had we we talked about our goals for the for the rest of the year, and we're just fucking keeping our head down and just pumping out content. Exactly. So we're still in the process of building the foundation. I really think twenty twenty one is going to be like our breakout year. Yeah. Like I think like we're going to see the most growth in twenty twenty one than we've seen in the past two or three years combined. So. I'm very excited for the new year. I think we're going to have a excellent spike of growth and just so. getting our names out there, you know? Yeah. Speaking of getting our names out there. No, that's a terrible transition. <laughs> um, so you already know how we do it here. First segment, we're going to go into what we've been listening to this week. Um, to th- the last episode me and Tanner did, uh, I didn't have anything uh, prepared but this week I do have something prepared. Um, the dude from Louisville, which is where I'm originally from. Uh, I don't know if people listening know that or not. Um, I'm also wearing a Louisville shirt. I yeah, didn't I really, damn, say. I didn't really plan on this. So I just like wearing <laughs> this shirt. Um, there's a, there's an artist from Louisville called Brian bandit. Um, I've been on him for a while now. Um, I just think he makes really good, like dark, music like he's like trap some of it yeah but not really like your run-of-the-mill like crazy hi-hat beat kind of trap you know what i mean it's the i have a um there's like a one of his older mixtapes the thing that i kept thinking of was like if if joey badass like 
came from like the underworld and then came out and then <laughs> started rapping it'd be brian bandit he Not- does it now the the joey badass influence isn't super heavy on the song that i'm going to show you today yeah um but some of his older stuff i mean like you can just tell that's kind of like where where he drew inspiration but i think he's starting to evolve um just dropped this song called ain't break a sweat First thing he's dropped in like months too. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I heard about him a while ago. I yeah. Think, I heard him from you, but I think I heard, I saw his name or heard of his name because like the guys from Private Garden uh, like fuck with him and promote him. Yeah. So. Yeah. So let's, um, well, let's give it a listen. Let's give Brian Bandit Ain't Break a Sweat a little I listen. wake up every day and ball, so how the fuck I ain't blessed? Brody went and got a rollie, soon we drop and protect. Bitch, I'm aiming for your top, don't give no fuck about a vest. That shit say rockstar anyway, the fuck that shit. That was hard. Yeah, I was gonna say, what are you thinking? That's hard as shit. Hard. Yeah, it's, I, I feel like I didn't expect that. Like, I, I expected like your typical, like, trap song, but he was for real spitting. He makes that like, that street hustler music, but yeah. it's like even, but like, like, it, like we've talked before, like, even if it is like the street hustler type thing, and that's not like the lifestyle you live, you can transmute that energy in like, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I would, be, I would lift weights to this song. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that is a, this would be a great song. You know, like, I'm just too. trying, I'm trying to get big. Like Brian Bandit's one of those artists though, that like, I, you can feel that like grittiness and yeah, that grime very gritty. and it's it's partially his voice his beat selection the way he raps um i'm just i'm just super hyped on him he also has a louisville accent like on one of the he he says like her like not over here over <laughs> her or like uh like at like s crazy yeah. you know i don't know i just i i'm super hyped on him is he like tapped in in the same realm as like estg and those guys or is he like i don't i mean i Cause, think because i hear like i hear like the similar that's a that's a similar sound. path i i'm not sure if he's like really in with those dudes but that's that's kind of uh I got you. like I, I would say similar sounds similar yeah. kind of realm it's dope sure. it's dope because i've heard a bunch of different music from louisville and like it's kind of like Cincinnati in a way where like there's a bunch of different like sub scenes within yeah. the whole city. Like there's some there's some like alt kind of softer stuff. Yeah, there's like uh, people I think like that's Brian a, Bannon, I think like, that's a common theme in like Midwest cities, Cincinnati, Louisville. So many Columbus, different just, like, cultures so, get yeah. passed through, and then little like seeds of different music exactly. gets dropped off, and then that's how all of these. Like you know, styles I guess birth yeah. each other. I really like that a lot. Shout out yeah. Bri- Brian Bandit, you fire, bro. Yeah. Come Shout on to the Brian. pod. Yeah, hey Brian, whenever you fucking come up to 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 Cincinnati, whatever, come holler at us. Um, so that's that's for my uh, what I've been listening to this week. So Tanner, what do you you want to explain to the people what you what yeah. you want to do with this one? I want I just want to like pay my respects to uh, King Von. Uh, he passed away. Last week when I was down in Georgia with my family, I, I was on I was golfing with my family when I heard the news. Damn. Um, and yeah, That's which was heavy. weird. Because I always find nowadays on social media, you find out when somebody dies like so yeah. quick on, yeah. on your phone. But um, we literally were just talking about King Von. Like I put like we were up in Columbus shooting a video with Deucey Gold, which is coming out soon. Um, yeah, yeah. We were, we were only ho- only real ones who are still listening to the podcast get that bit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were in the the hotel room up in Columbus, just chilling out. And I, for some reason, King Von came up in my mind or something. I, I asked Clay if he heard of King Von. Yeah, he was like, "No." I was like, "Bro, he's like, he's like a real storyteller type of trap 
art Chicago drill type yeah. shit, but it's like different. It's like like he takes you on this journey throughout his music and it's like every song he's telling you a story about him running up on someone or getting ran up on or like stories about like the the gang activity that he was involved in and eventually led to his um his death which is very unfortunate and yeah. it, it seemed like he was just getting to the point where he was going to break out of that and not be involved in that anymore kind of like chief keith like he got out of it moved to la and and all of his interviews said he's like yeah like the streets is not it like we're trying to get out of it but it feels like king von was like another one of those stories like pop smoke too like they were on the brink of like getting yeah. out of that they really wanted out and you know it's not a life that i personally live but you know you can't you can't judge someone by you know i I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. We, as as two white men from Kentucky, we have been given much different privileges than people who are from Lamron and Obama. Exactly. Like like the, It's a whole different mentality, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were born into such a a, a crazy situation. Um, I I think it's for me like like Tanner said. I mean, literally like, uh, however many days before his death, like three or four days you put me on to him what really stood out to me was his ability to create that narrative mm -hmm. you know and this may sound a little far-fetched but it's a little uh biggie-ish like one of the reasons why i love biggie is because he can like his his a, a four minute verse he's going to wrap a story and it it feels right it doesn't yeah. feel like he's forcing anything king von also has that ability to where he's just sliding yeah but it's not he's not giving you these punchline bars he's telling you about an event and the ability to do that it's funny because while this is like Chicago drill, such like a, a new age, you know, yeah. last five years thing. I mean, that's last what 10 the, years, that's bro. what the, the root of hip hop is, yeah. you know, is being able to tell a story yeah. about you. It's just and, coming and from a different environment, coming from a different environment, which, which then gives it its own flavor. Um, but it, so, and it is the root of hip hop is like, it that, is. is that it's, it's telling a story. Yeah. Motherfuckers used to be like, Oh, when I went to the store and I got some chips, and when I did <laughs> <laughs> but now, but now we have King Vaughn. Yeah. You know? It's, it's a vault. And he tells you every little detail yeah. of the story. Like y'all just have to, yeah, we'll Let's, listen to this and you, then y'all can dive in yourself. Let's give it a listen to took her to the, no smoke boy. He not bulletproof. He's got the top from the she from Kanka G just brought a Glock with a ruler clip. Boy, don't play with me. This bitch a hoe. Matter at the store. You know how it goes. He's not smoke. from 63rd. He's not from 63rd, bro. <laughs> a couple of things I want to say that I, that I just thought of. Uh, one, I've heard King Von's flow in a bunch of other people's uh, music. So mm -hmm. I want to point that out. His flow is very influential and unique. Like, yeah, it's just, it's like the same. Just got some top from the stupid. Yeah. Like, in, uh, and you go listen to Crazy Story Part 1, 2, and 3. It's that, like, same, like, similar type mm -hmm. flow. Like, he mm -hmm. found his own pocket and his own flow. That's one. Two, the aggressiveness of his delivery reminds me of, like, Tay-K. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I would agree with that, like, actually. Because, like, like, I think about, like, when Tay-K, like, when the race happened, mm -hmm. one of the biggest, like, social media hip-hop phenomenons to happen yeah, like that was crazy craziest song good time for twitter literally good time for bro, twitter, bro craziest song like he made a song 
about doing the race while he was then, doing the race. And then people did research and they were like, oh, oh shit, shit, he's doing the race. Yeah, he's right on now. the run. Like <laughs> that was insane. And I remember going to like all the shows after he got locked up, like the like every DJ, every artist would put the race, like Playboy Cardi in the middle of his set, he would put on the race or yeah. like, uh, what was that other? There's another take a, take a song that he would play. But like, I feel like if shows were still going on right now, like now that King Von passed away, like, that oh, would, like, took her to the O would be, would be going crazy sure. like at all the shows for bro sure. like King Von would have would be having like especially in like the rap clubs and like at the hard you know hip hop rap concerts like yeah. shit would be going crazy absolutely with that being said too it is reported that um, since he owns all his all of his masters yeah. all of his, his royalties kids are going will to be going to, to his family which yeah. is huge um obviously i'm not the the most savvy of the industry way but if there's anything i learned from the goat prince y'all should any artists out there listening make sure you own your masters prince had to fight back yeah. for that shit that's that really tore that's, his career apart. that's residual income that your family is going to have forever yeah. so all my upcoming artists that will potentially have deals on the table Make sure masters. you get a good lawyer. And if that's like, you know, owning your masters is what everybody talks about nowadays, but like really understand what that means yeah. for you. Because, you know, if you do get signed, that's like, that's money that you're going to be getting when you're out of your prime, you know? Absolutely. We're going to move on to some Discord questions here. Now, we're only going to do one question because we did um, have some really good discourse in the Discord uh, earlier this week about this new uh, news that has broken about Spotify. Um, this is from the Fader article. Um, so if anybody's trying to get some more information, um, this is the article that we're using. It's pretty straightforward. Um Spotify to offer artists and labels the option to promote their music in your recommendations in exchange for a lowered, quote, promotional recording royalty rate. Now, Tanner, as as you are somebody who has helped artists, you you know kind of the other side of what it takes to like market on Spotify and put things yeah. up. Can you explain to the dummies like me who don't know what this means? Yeah. Like what can you give me in layman terms what this is uh, saying? I'm not a smart man, but like I do I do <laughs> All right, great start. Yeah. Not, not, start. I'm a, not a smart man. I, I kind of know what I'm doing when it comes yeah. to Spotify. Like I know how the algorithm works. Mm -hmm. I know what you gotta do, certain key performing. Uh, metrics that you need to hit like how many saves you need to not how many but like you know the ratio from saves to listeners and how much people are adding to your playlist that yeah. all these things uh affect whether spotify is going to put you in their algorithmic playlist which is your discover weekly your um so i will say i i did some reading on the article so this is they they made that edit right there um it's not going to affect the algorithm that affects your discover weekly or the daily playlist so it's, it's gonna going be like to be radio radio and auto play okay um that's where they're promoting it at. that makes so, sense so like when you get to the end of like your personal playlist so like say like you have 10 songs in a playlist and like you're done with all of them and then after the last one it'll say at the top like if your playlist is called turn up like it'll say like songs related to your playlist turn up and spotify will throw you songs that they think you'll like based on the data in your personal playlist so like i think that's what that means and right, then, like also right. the radio like your artist radio like if you go to like jack k's radio for example he has a bunch of artists that are like in his realm mm -hmm. similar um you know 
similar styles, similar types of music, cohorts, people, a lot of different things going into into your algorithm. It's not only people, people. who listen to Jack Hayes also listen to this artist. Yeah. So therefore they're putting this artist exactly. on and that Spotify, playlist. Exactly. And Spotify and like who and like the other artists that are talked about on social media also mm-hmm. affects your algorithm. Yeah. But essentially going back to this um this article um I'm not too familiar with the payola thing and what happened with radio, but I've done a little research on it because I'm, I've only been in this music in, I'm not in the industry, but like, you know, I'm behind the scenes kind of for like knowledgeable, knowledgeable for like the three, for like three years now, essentially Spotify is making you pay to play in order for you to get pushed out to these radio algorithmic types of playlists. Yeah. And, this is a very kind of a scary situation for yeah. independent artists that don't have a lot of income. Because one, artists aren't getting paid that much from streaming right now. It goes down and down. Every, it goes like point zero 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 one cent. Yeah. And another thing in this stream, article is like yeah. you can sacrifice in order for them to push you out, you can sacrifice even more of like your stream income. Like yeah. they'll, 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 they'll take more money from your stream and order you for push you in order for them to push you out more in the algorithm. So it's like, well, but, but I think one interesting thing, which our, 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 uh, our boy YNB said in the discord, I think what's interesting is it's like, if I'm making 0.00001 cent of a stream, or of a cent per stream, then why do I care if you're taking any more percentage from that? Just go ahead and take yeah. it and promote me. I more. do, I do agree with him, but there's artists that are actually popping that aren't signed yet, and they have like you know they're independent. Say they got like a hundred thousand monthly listeners. Like I don't know how much that how much they make a month, but I do know it's a solid source of of income, of income. Mm-hmm. and. You know, I feel like it's easier to say that if you haven't seen big streaming checks yet. That's a good point. You know That's what I'm saying? That's a good point. Yeah. So I'm not that like it, probably, it, it, it's just situational. It's situational. Like if you, he, if they would never do this, but let's say, let's say just for the sake of the argument, Drake did this <laughs> and they took a significant chunk of Drake's money per stream. It doesn't I even mean, matter like, to him. But but for the sake of the argument, I think you know you would be taking a lot more money than if you did it for yeah I don't know for honestly for Jack Case who's yeah. not getting nearly the stream numbers that somebody like Drake is you know yeah. like it's definitely situational and I think this is like I think Spotify has came out in like a a, a very poor brief way like haven't really given much um, you know info on how this is going to work. Or even, you know, it's like, it's the fader kind of like giving us this information, which yeah. it's kind I mean, it's reliable. Like this is right. Right. This right. is like, uh, it's going to be a thing. It's going to happen. So I guess we're just gonna have to see how it plays out, but off of rip and off the surface level, it seems like Spotify is going, it, Spotify is the gatekeepers, you know, Spotify yeah, is are. the biggest, the biggest platform as far as streaming goes, like by yeah. far. And if they control who's getting pushed out into the algorithm, that means, you know, labels are putting hundreds of thousands of dollars into yep. marketing campaigns. I've seen some of these budgets that they run on TikTok and on Spotify. Like they have stupid money to just throw at it and play mm-hmm. with. And the art, like it doesn't even matter for the artists because they're signed. Right. The label is paying for it. It's yeah. the independent artists, the artists that I'm working with that I'm really scared for because Spotify is a great 
it is a great platform to grow a fan, a fan base because of the algorithm. It's the best algorithm probably in all of streaming platforms since probably like SoundCloud back in like 2015 to 2017. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's just we're, we're going to have to see how it plays out. It's kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, the news the news just broke. I don't I don't know if they've even employed any of this yet. Yeah. It'll probably be in next it'll be a, year. It'll be next know? year, probably. Yeah, yeah, so it's just something that I'm sure we're going to come back to this topic. Yeah, uh, it's just some, it's anytime some money and like you paying to play gets involved, mm -hmm. it just becomes this like like anytime a big corporation just it just it just gets ruined, right, you right, know, and like right. the. I feel like this could be this is this, this could potentially away, be a downfall for Spotify. It this could, takes away a lot of diversity of music um, and a lot of like artistic integrity yeah. of, of of discovering new music. Now, I don't know how much labels give a shit about artistic integrity. They don't give a shit. That's, that's the point, though. Point, like, that's, and know? Spotify knows that labels don't yeah, give a shit. They're yeah. gonna pay for it. Yeah, you're you right. Know? You're right. So it's gonna force these independent artists to find other ways to grow, and yeah. maybe it'll just make room for the next big streaming service or Spotify or whatever. You know, it can make room for, you know, something more innovative and better. I don't yeah. know. I'm I'm hoping for the best for all my independent and grinding artists. I know you know money is hard to come by, especially when you're getting you're building the foundation and getting your feet up off the ground. But you know, don't lose hope, man. Like don't don't let this like turn you away from Spotify at least for right now. You know, yeah. feel this shit out. Let's see how it goes. Let's keep grinding. Let's keep building. All right. Well, now let's uh let's move on to to something a little spicy. Let's let's turn up the heat yeah. on the Soul Serum podcast. It up. It's too cold down here. Let's do let's get some hot takes going right now. Let's yeah. get some hot takes. So uh, there's one hot take that I really want to talk about before me and Tanner get into our own personal hot takes. And this one comes from actually well, his name's Justin. I just I haven't looked at his username until now. At a Harishan, Justin, I'm very sorry if I pronounced that wrong. But he says, Mask Off by Future is about to be in the top 10 once COVID is over. <laughs> and that is just such a fucking good take that I we have to talk about. Oh, it. God. I mean, talk about hitting the nail on the head. Like, Future is somewhere laid up right now rubbing his hands because he knows, dude. Whenever COVID's over and Dr. Fauci comes out and he's like, yes, you don't have to wear protective yeah. face Ring mask. Ring the alarms, baby. Then we're going to hear... It's going to be the new national anthem, bro. Future, Future's going to do concerts where he just performs Mask Off for an hour and a half. Bro, it's and insane then, and then because, because it's insane because 2017, that was the biggest song like yeah in that it's during that time slapper. like i so, love that album yeah. both of those albums actually yeah the back-to-back -back albums during a dropped. time when like culture by migos was like popping and like all these different <sighs> so like it was like an era where like there's a lot of hits out but like mask off was like still like the one that got played Bro, the most take me back to 2017 i know everybody has this like nostalgic boner for 2016 yeah take me back to 2017 yeah, 2017 Bro, was real lit. shit 2017 was, was a good year for music um why because six nine was popping <laughs> <laughs> you know me the world's biggest <laughs> six nine fan when the biggie when the get the biggie Got the blicky. Hold up. up. Let me get it started. <laughs> uh, that shit's so fucking. See the funny, energy bro. that you just picked up from there? That's how I know you were bumping I, that shit. <laughs> no, I was I'm, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will not sit here and cap 
to anybody listening or watching, I was definitely banging six nine. There is no <laughs> pause. Dude, dude. Ah! <laughs> uh, I'm talking about in my CD deck, bro. I was banging him in my CD deck. Um, so yeah, Justin, I agree with you, man. Uh, Mask off by future is gonna go like. I wonder how I'm gonna look it up. I hope I. I literally hope Doctor Fauci comes out and says like. You know, I hope there's this, this certain event where the whole world's watching and they said, all right, COVID's over. You don't have to have your mask on anymore. And like somebody important says you don't, you can, you, or something like you can have your mask off. You know? <laughs> and then the meme page goes off, 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 off. Here's, I'm looking up how, what, uh, how platinum that is already. If it's platinum. Oh my God. It's gotta be, I'm guessing like two or three times at least platinum. Holy fuck! It is seven times platinum. Yo, insane! It's going he's, diamond. He's go yo. It's he's going, going diamond. diamond when when COVID restrictions are lifted. Damn, that's crazy. Future is just like going to be absurdly rich. I mean, he already is. But this is kind of off topic. But I was looking up the top uh, ten artists that have the most top Hot 100 Billboard hits. Yeah, Future has like he's up there, bro. sixty or seventy. He's it's it's there. more than the Beatles. It's more than yeah. Michael Jackson. It's yep. more than um, the only person who's got him beat Rolling is like Stones. Drake. Yeah, Drake Drake's and, number one. Drake and probably like Katy Perry or Drake something has like two hundred thirty like something. Dude, so absurd. He when this man Drake said <laughs> he he said I got more slaps than the Beatles. I was like, oh my God, he really does. I like, saw a stupid like, stat. Go look at the numbers, bro. I saw Drake's a stupid got- stat ever since Drake got onto the scene with Best I Ever Had. I think it was like 2007. Something like He's that. He's had a Hot 100 hit every 16 days. Every, every Like if you stretch them out over like his career, every like 16 or 17 days. Bro, well, artist uh, artist dream to have so one. He had one every crazy, two weeks. Crazy, bro. That is so crazy. <laughs> That's why he keeps making his way back into our conversation. He's God. just fucking goaded, bro. Curse you, <laughs> Aubrey Graham. <laughs> if Drake ever comes on the podcast, I'm calling him Aubrey. Straight up. I'm going to just say it now. I'll sneak it in until I'll be like, so Aubrey, uh, moving on. He's going to be like, what man's? Toronto man. <laughs> anywho, anywho. Um, so yeah, thanks Justin for for your mask off take. Now we're gonna get into some personal hot takes. Do you do you want me to go first or, or I'll do go you first because you because th- I think I think I've got, got a, a pretty good one. hot take. So go yeah. ahead. I think mine's pretty good. Um, I think that Playboy Cardi's whole lot of red is gonna be way better than we think. Whoa, 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 whoa. I disagree with you. I actually. think I think he's I think he's trying to play us right now. He's like teasing us with all these baby voice um songs and stuff. And I heard another leak the other day that just came out recently and it's not it's not, not baby, baby voice, voice and it sounds very recent and it was hard as fuck. I if it's even called whole lot of red. I hope you're right. Like I really I really do. I'm not trying to be cynical. I hope you're right. It's just like Anytime, the only album I think that has had this much hype and has lived up to the expectations is Blonde. Uh, any other album that is that has been like waited for like this and fiended over, like I yeah. think has has almost always plummeted. That's that's that's, that's the, a good point. But. That's why I think that like like Life of Pablo, which I think is a good album, 
because of the expectations, I think it's it like was received a lot worse. I don't know, man. If you look back, Eternal on that Take album, Two, I think is a, is a prime example of this. Like, I again, I think the album's good. Yeah, I, I just, went back and listened to Eternal Take again when I was working out the other day, bro. I feel like that album was just underappreciated because of the times that we were in. He dropped it in March, right yeah. when COVID hit. And like, you know, the world was feeling kind of down. Getting out of his when, contract when, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. The world was feeling kind of down. And I don't know. I feel like if that was out and he could have toured during, like with the post-release, the, Look, the feeling of that would have been way bigger than what it was. It's just really hard to, you know, put that type of, project out and not be able to perform it live when it's such an integral part of you know Lil Uzi's um, yeah. you know art. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I All think right. that's why Cardi's waiting because he's going to go on tour in 2021 and Whole Lot of Red's going to be gas and he's going to perform it and everybody's going to be back. Okay. Alright. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you now. You've, like brought, imagine, you've brought me back around to yeah, your point. You go, you, you go see Cardi and it's just red everywhere. <laughs> a whole lot of sound it. The, sound <laughs> the alarms baby. <laughs> It's time to mosh. <laughs> yeah. All right. You you you've brought me back around. You've brought me back around. To your point. I'll, <laughs> I'll agree with you on that. My hot take. I got to get my notes out real quick because I, I I made a couple of observations. Oh God. I'm hot. I'm hyped. Kevin. For this. Okay. My hot take is Kevin Parker, Tame Impala, is the white Kanye West. Damn. Hear me out. Hear me out. See, I don't I, I don't really listen to Tame Impala all that much. So Dude, you, I you go ahead. I I'm not even gonna lie. I used to be a, a stone cold Tame Impala hater. Really, really, truly. I associated him with like that 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 pocket of like indie music that I fucking hate. <laughs> that I just like, yo, hey, anybody who's listening to this podcast who listens to Beach House, we got beef, bro. I hate that <laughs> shit. Or maybe it's Beach Fosses. I forget which of the bands it is. Anywho, um, Kevin Parker. Here's here's my list. Here, here's why I say that. Here's why I say that. Um, they're both worship worshipped by their fan base whether the music is average or not yeah like like with uh the yay album i thought that shit was hella mid jesus is king the most mid kanye album and people are still like in the classic oh well it's a classic <laughs> um and i've seen that with with kevin parker and tame impala like with the currents album like I, I think that's partially like of the overplay factor but like a lot of people worship them anyways they've both become a beacon for their respective types of music kevin parker is this like indie alternative like like the the I hate this word, but the hipster kid uh, yeah. kind of beacon. Whereas Kanye West is like the the like fashion rap. Like it's um, the word I'm looking for here. He's just this like like he's this godly figure that people have like pointed their fingers to and worshipped. Um, they are also both so famous and loved that they are kind of memes of themselves in certain points i mean when you get um, that famous your fans just start making memes of you right right exactly and i th i feel like the the memes that they have it's it, i think a lot of this for me is like the way that they are perceived by their fans and by 
people who are not their fans. It yeah. just has a really similar um, feel to me, uh, Kevin Parker and, and Kanye West. But with all of that being said, I want to make it very clear that sonically, as far as their music goes, they are both critically acclaimed. They both have you you don't have millions of of worshippers if you make shit music yeah. really you know what i mean um so i think it's it's the the similarities why i say that he's the white kanye west is that they both have been just fucking catapulted and used as this beacon this this hope that people like grab onto for yeah. like their favorite kind of music and and then you want to talk about like inspiration too kevin parker has put a lot of inspiration in this like alternative quote unquote alternative rock space Bro, i think not even an alternative rock like there's a there's an alternative like pop ish like type of scene happening right in the and more on the rap side of things too yeah. like they probably take inspiration from Bro, him he was on the travis scott record he was on yeah Astral i was gonna World, say Ske- I was gonna skeletons say, and wake up and those to be honest with you are like my favorite bangers. songs yeah. on the album yeah. like, like Astro- that was gonna be one of my other hot takes is <laughs> we gotta save that we gotta save that we gotta save that because i dude i think i might bleep that out because that is a really good hot take yeah bleep it that out I would, that i would like to discuss um so yeah i, I think the last thing i want to say about your hot take is ahead. um can we expect kevin parker to be our next vice president in 2024 with wow. kanye well he is australian so uh, he technically can't now the prime minister of australia we're talking yeah now, now we're, we're talking. talking yeah i used to be a stone cold tame impala hater and then the last album that came out when they came out this year the slow rush like i gave it one of those listens where i was like yeah it's a like stubborn, arm, a stubborn arms listen. crossed i'm like yeah man whatever i'm gonna fucking listen to tame impala whatever because i was kind of like well i've talked this much shit about him i should probably give it a listen yeah uh like critically and he fucking proved me wrong the, yeah. the last album's dope um so yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's my hot. At least take. you're, at least you're, you know, you're open minded and not st- stubborn enough to like change your mind. It a took, lot of people are so stubborn that they won't change their mind about something. It took me a while to to learn that trait, but I I have talked so much shit about like Beach House, Beach Fossils, Mac DeMarco, all yeah. that fucking. I literally talked shit about MGK for the last five, six years, and y'all heard me on this podcast. True. Give him praise. True. Yeah. There's just so, certain. I mean, it's possible. It is possible. It's possible. <laughs> there's just certain lines I feel like I can't cross. Yeah. True. Um, you're, you're gonna lose your pride. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, if you all have made it this far in the episode, we appreciate you all listening, and and this is something that we kind of want to uh, keep doing to really keep a gauge on you all. If you've made it this far into the episode. Comment Clay is 6ix9ine's number one fan um, <laughs> down below in, in the YouTube comments. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, you can just DM me on Instagram <laughs> or DM the Soul Serum podcasts and uh, we'll, we'll know. We need uh, to have like like some type of like special treat for people that, yeah, that comment yeah. that maybe like a discount code on merch or something. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Do you know the guy who uh, runs all the merch stuff? I don't know. Do you know? I, I, I kind of know him. We'll have he's, to, he's been kind of shady with me lately, so I'm going to have to give him a call. <laughs> we'll have to talk to him. Yeah. We'll have to, to <laughs> see what we can do. Um, well, thank you, everybody, for listening to another 
episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. Um, like and subscribe the Soul Serum TV YouTube page. Um, join the Discord. I mean, we did so much in this episode that was based out of the Discord. You're kind of doing yourself a disservice if you're not. Yeah. You don't even, I mean, like, you don't even have to be that active in the Discord, yeah. bro. Just there come, are some people who just drop a comment and leave, and it's just like, all right, cool. Yeah. Man, just whatever, come be a know? part of the discussion because yeah. we're going to keep growing and growing and growing. And I want y'all to be here from when the beginning, the yeah. seed of this was started. You're going to look and, real silly and if we you can, weren't. And we can give y'all that family role in our Discord. Ooh, good. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, was there anything else you need to say? Anything else you want to get out here? Is that Nah, man. That's Great it. episode. Yeah. Tune in this week for a new music video dropping with Jesse. Yes, sir. With that being said, I'm your host, Clay Bonin. I'm your co-host, Tanner Mavis. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will see y'all next week. Deuces. Yark.